0: everybody, my name is Michael.
1: Hi everyone, this is Yenisei.
0: And as usual, this is Tony. And you guys, welcome to this episode of the Untangled Podcast. Um, this episode, we will be talking about something quite interesting. We will be talking about online dating. It's interesting because we are all single. <laughs> so, we will be talking about online dating. And... Um, as usual, this conversation or this episode will feature very honest and candid conversations and views from everyday people. And um, at some point, we're going to plug in the after show. Our live conversation was hosted by co-hosted by Ayo, and she also featured on the after show. But at some point, we'll plug in the after show. But before we get started, my people, my team, how are you guys doing?
1: Yes. I'm doing fantastic actually it's been a long weekend long in a good way actually I, I did achieve a lot I got to sleep in as well um but then again you know you know how it is now it's coming to an end again
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right um so you how you how are you doing? Doing? I'm good thank you um been a long weekend like you guys actually on Friday night I had a games night on zoom And I stayed up till about 4 a.m. Because after the games, we were just discussing random stuff. There was a lot of discussion about Christianity and religion. And there was a lot of debate. And we stayed up till about 4 a.m. debating it. So that has had a ripple effect on my weekend. Because, you know, going to sleep at 4 a.m. And then waking up, you know, trying to sleep when the sun is out. You know, you you don't really get proper sleep. And it just carries on. Anyways, but I'm good now.
0: So we are judging you for not inviting us to the games night. Oh. But we'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on from there. And just so you know, we've not forgotten that tomorrow is your birthday. Uh, we did not Yay. announce on the live show. Happy we did birthday. not announce on the live show. We did not announce on the after show. But we've not forgotten. Tomorrow is Toya's birthday. So please send him your well wishes. And... I mean, if you want to send money, if you want to, you know, <laughs> donate, if you want to buy a gift, we are here. <clears throat> you know what to do. Uh, um, but happy birthday Thank in you. advance, Toye. Uh Thank you, guys.
1: Happy birthday,
0: Toye. Yay. you. Yay. All right. So let's talk about online dating. did a fantastic show... Um, uh job co-hosting the show uh the Instagram live show um our energy we were just talking about it before this call our energy is and is and was amazing um if you also uh, listened to our uh, earlier podcast on the on untangling entanglement io was also featured so we recorded the entire thing all in one day um, but Ayo, you're fantastic. So, thank you. We are listening to this. We love you. Um, So, yes, Ayo did a very, very quick summary, guys. Of um, one really important thing that she mentioned during the live show was the concept of online dating, classifying it into two different aspects. The first being online dating that comes from people or the general idea of online dating from an actual platform dedicated to online dating, which is Tinder. And then the other concept of online dating that is from other platforms that people just generally use to connect and communicate. Example, Instagram. So there is Tinder and Instagram. So she did that amazing job of, you know, separating the two while they are are both the same thing. They are like, still kind of like different <laughs> um what did you take, get out of the actual live show uh, Yems? uh what are some of the things that she said or some of the things that uh, people said in the comments that really resonated or that stuck with you
1: oh the live show was amazing actually i mean there was so much you, you think that a, a, a topic such as online dating would not um bring in like broad views about the subject, uh, but there were a lot of interesting nuggets of truth that were dropped. One of them was um, how online dating plays out in Nigeria in the sense of how non-specific that we are right now in terms of how the kind of people that date each other. For example, we know that um, in the US, you have uh, dating apps that caters to farmers, dating apps that cater to people who are 50 and older. Dating apps actually uh, cater to Christians, um, but in Nigeria, you don't have a lot of those little subsections that allows you to tune your requirements from a mate as um, close as possible to what you actually need. So that definitely identified a need there. Maybe the untangled team should at some point start to create a website, an app. <laughs> A dating, some, a dating app.
0: A dating app. So he's making a face if you guys you guys can't see, but so he's making a face.
1: <laughs> so create a dating app, that would be fantastic because the need is definitely there. Then also I found it interesting that people were very open to talk about how they met their spouses or significant orders on Tinder, actually. Tinder a an app that a lot of people consider to be purely for hooking up. You know, so those are those two things that really stood out to me during the live show.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> very uh, rounded what Yams has said about what we discussed in the live show. I think for me, some of the piquant points were things around how people, um, the pers- pers- perspectives, um, and people wanting to be anonymous and people not wanting to be known, just how people view. Um, being on an online dating app, how people view that kind of thing and whether that restricts them in terms of, you know, how it affects their decision-making. Do I want to be a part of this or do I not want to be a part of it at all? Um, And and I thought that was interesting for me, just the different different views. Some of them were, you know, allegedly based, I would say, You know, work-wise, sometimes you don't want to be seeing your work colleagues on an app, or you don't want them to know that you're there. So great, that's fine. But things, maybe other things around, "Mm, oh, my family say, or what will, I guess if you're from a family who have signed, who have, you know, yeah, there's a there's an edict in your family that says you must not meet people online. Then fine, um, but it's just weird, you know, those, those kind of perspectives. Or what will my friends say? Oh, I, re- I already know two people from from this app, so I don't want to be a part of it. Or and and it's it's weird for me because I know very, very well that this is a society that is encouraging a lot of people to, to get into relationships. And in fact, people who are being encouraged want relationships. They, they are looking for, for an active relationship. They want to find something that gives them fulfillment and happiness. So there is mm. this tool that gives you a higher chance of finding something that gives you fulfillment and happiness. But you sort of almost um, dis- disregard it because of the perspectives around it. And you're happier to meet someone from church or meet someone from, I don't know, from, from somewhere else where the perception is... Will look more beautiful on your CV. I don't know if you're writing a CV, <laughs> um, uh, and and that that really just shook me because it means you're more. And excuse me, but for me, it says one thing that people are either uh, more. It's, you're more gullible to be to be played when you kind of do that because the, the, the check that you will do on someone from church is pretty much the check that you should be doing on someone from Tinder or even sometimes maybe you should do more check on the guy from church or the woman from church. <laughs> because, you know, because we every everything and everything, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, Guys, if you missed the conversation on uh, the live show, you can uh, be part of that conversation. What we are going to do is just um, explore a bit more about this particular topic and then plug in the after show. And and so you guys can also join and be a part of the after show at the very least. So online dating, have you dated online?
2: Tonya? I have. Used online dating apps, um, and I have met people from online dating apps.
0: Okay, am
2: Oh yes, uh, I've actually met a
1: couple of people um, dating online. And right now, I think I have four or five apps on my phone.
0: <laughs> okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Well, There's
1: so many of them nowadays, though. There's so many of them nowadays, uh, but yeah it is what it is
0: <laughs> so i think one of the things that we talked about or some of the, one of the things that we explored was you know the shame or the stigma of of online dating when it comes to sorry guys these people are pointing pointing some finger at me I don't know why they're pointing the finger at me (laughs) let me help you out we need you to answer that
1: question and
0: democratic that you answer the question (laughs) (laughs) okay have I yes yes online dating I use Tinder a lot when I travel yes so I always when I'm going to somewhere new uh I I'm a traveler I love traveling uh new information about Michael. I love traveling, if you're just listening to this. So I use Tinder a lot when I'm on uh, a particular trip or I'm in a new location that way I can connect with people because I feel like it's faster than you going on social media, uh, regular social media to look for people in that location and now sending them a message, I'm in your city. No, Um, it's easy for me to just, you know, create a Tinder profile or reactivate my Tinder profile right there, visiting from visiting for two days looking to meet up and all of that so yes i do use uh online dating platforms but i don't use it in my city which is another conversation which is another you know there it all comes down to the uh, one of the things that we talked about on the uh, live show that for instance tinder in certain places For in the Nigerian context or in the Lagos context, there are a lot of sex workers on that platform. And it's one of the things that we talked about during the live show, uh, the concept of uh, these people or of some people not wanting to be on certain platforms because certain people are there. One, they might be perceived as, okay, you are someone that, uh, if you're a lady, you're a sex worker. Uh, if you're a man, you're someone that will pay for sex and stuff like that. And some people might not necessarily want to be associated with that kind of perception. So, um, but let's talk about what other perceptions do people, uh, what other perceptions are there when it comes to online dating? So, yeah. Um. <clears throat> I, I think, think you can speak to, like, a global, from a global, global standpoint and from a Nigerian standpoint or an African standpoint.
2: Okay. Um, I think generally globally there are, you know, there are lots of perceptions globally as well. If I start from that, um, I think uh, what Ayo um, said, you know, in one of our conversations earlier, maybe on the live show, that, you know, when you meet people online, some of their profiles or the tags in their profile will say, willing to lie how we met. Um, so it just shows that you know people are willing to to tell what you know if they if they if they luckily find a fruitful for, for a relationship online they're willing to to tell other people that that they met somewhere else rather than, rather than online. Um, so that that definitely is is something that as humanity we're getting more and more used to the idea of meeting someone um, online, traditional dating is, is really what it is in the sense, you know, and has said a little bit about this in some of our earlier conversations that traditional dating is what our brains and our minds are doctored to. Um, so when this new thing comes, that still allows us to date or still allows us to meet the end goal, but is not through the same process that we've been used to. We feel a certain way about it. It's strange. It's 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 eerie. Um, but but to be honest, it's just another tool that makes this 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 thing easier. So globally, um, there's still humanity is still getting used to the idea of 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 this of um, online dating. When it comes to Nigeria specifically, um, there might be more reasons why people are more restricted to go online. Um, I think some of them might be you know enforced by culture or enforced by religion uh, or enforced by the ideas of what you think online dating is. So if there is a, if there is already a perception that all the people online on this particular app are hookers um, or, you know, sh- uh, sh- uh, sex workers, then you, you know, everyone will be thinking, well, I'm a respectable, I want to be a respectable. So I'm not saying sex workers are not respectable parts, parts of society. They are respectable people in society and should be treated as such. But because of our, you know, primitive knowledge uh, we want to be seen as respectable and have integrity so we don't want to associate ourselves with those kind of mm. those kind mm-hmm. of apps so True. so then it's just it's, it's the ideas of how a society runs and functions itself but yeah
0: yeah so we we explored a, a bit more during the live show and even the after show which we'll plug in in a moment but before we do that tms there is, i have a question for you what do yeah. you think what do you think are some of the reasons why uh, people would not want to go to date online to try an online dating app specifically? What are some of the reasons? I know that during the live show, we talked about security, or after show, we talked about security, but I want you to just, um, uh, without going into too much details, because we're going to plug in the after show so people can enjoy that, but without going into too much details can you just give points as to some of the reasons why some people might shy away from online dating
1: yeah i mean there there are various reasons for example you've said something already about security which is safety as well um some people is also because of the stigma they they perceive that will be associated with them because they're trying to find a mate or a spouse online um, I think that may mostly apply to women actually because they've they've always had this notion that you know your 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 spouse or your man should meet you and come up to you and ask you out first in a traditional way. Some people also feel like I said during their um you know, like I said during the artist as well, people have that paradox of choice. They have like you know, 10, 20 different people. At some point they get tired of swiping left and right, try to figure out who exactly it is that they want. And then, you know, then there are all these expectations also for how you portray yourself online. Some people think when you go online, you need to, you know, body image comes into play as well. I need to look a certain way. I need to have all these accolades around my name before anybody can actually take me seriously. So what is the point? If I can't win this person with my heart or my personality first, and then the person makes a decision based on my face or my physique, or if I have traveled to 20 different countries or not, you know, then, then that's a challenge. That stops some people there. And then some other people are just, you know, they're just not used to that level of technology, really. People are used to chatting on Facebook and some other platforms because those are social media platforms that used to connect to anybody on any level. When we are talking about dating, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable state. And when you do that and you're trying to do that on an app that is asking you a billion questions about, you know, what your likes are, what your religious preferences are, it's, it's, um, it, may, it may stop some people. So those are just a few of them. I know that there are a lot more reasons. But generally, yeah, including the fact that people are just not used to using dating apps, really.
2: Yep. I agree with you, James.
0: Awesome. So um, I think we explored a bit more about, we talked about, um, Uh, Adoption rates in terms of the globally or um, 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 uh, within America and Nigeria, and I will address some of those, um, uh, the question or the concern about, you know, the disparity in terms of the adoption rates in both cultures or both societies. So if you missed that show, I'm going to once again, plug it in that you should check out the live show. It's on our Instagram page. Uh, You can see our handle on the show notes where you can get uh, the entire conversation. But right now we go deeper into the conversation and even someone shared something super interesting in the middle of the conversation. So let's plug in the after show guys. See you when we're back. All right, see you yep.
1: on the other side. The live show is fantastic. I know that everything was um, in relation to how acceptable online dating is now, how popular it is in the Nigerian community, You know what the difference is between men and women who you find online, and how your experiment with Love No Get eye has told you some things about uh, people's general behaviors relation to online dating and dating in general did i did i
0: wrap it all up <laughs> yes you did you did awesome you did awesome so okay. um everyone that are, missed are the there? live sh- i'm here okay, okay. uh everyone uh, if you missed the live show i think you can go is on our page now you can go tune in or you can go watch uh to uh see that part of the first part of this conversation. So now we are going to continue this conversation. And I believe Yem's asked a question about uh, COVID-19 and how COVID-19 has more or less given online dating some muscles. <laughs> uh, so I over to you.
3: Yeah, so I think I was saying that um it's 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 forced people to try things that they haven't tried before. Even, I mean, if you look at, like, food delivery and grocery delivery, things like that, right? Like, people are trying things that they don't normally try. And so I think that, like, I, I don't think that Love, No, Get, I would have worked out in a different context. Um, I don't think that we would have gotten the same buy-in or, at the very least, we would have had to put a lot more effort in to get the same, um, you know, Level of participation and interest, and so I think that's been really good. And I think that, like, by giving people an opportunity to be open to online dating, they're gonna like be like, oh, This is not that bad, you know. Because, like, even if you didn't really like meet somebody that you ended up falling in love with, knowing that other people did, um, I think definitely makes a big difference. So, I think that, like, you know, if someone is out there trying to start a company or has an you know company that's around online dating, I'm not saying you'll be successful for sure in Nigeria, but like this is probably definitely the time to people that people are primed already to for it. Um so I think that like it should be done.
4: Hmm.
1: Yeah I mean I I think that this has not well COVID 19 everybody says 20 <laughs> 2020 is cancelled which is part of our our write up uh for the post but um COVID-19 has actually exposed a lot of ways in which we can connect with each other online without actually being in a physical space. And, you know, yeah. um, Untangled started as a project during COVID-19, Love No Get's Eye. Working from home in Nigeria was not a thing.
0: Right. <laughs> until
1: most recently when COVID-19 struck. So, yeah, that definitely, you know, has opened up people's eyes to see more clearly why that is a, an option they should strongly consider as 90%. Of how they meet their spouses, really?
0: Do you think that people still feel some sort of way uh, uh, expressing or openly talking about how if they met their uh, significant other online? Do you? I feel like there was a time that people would not disclose that. Like, where did you meet? They're like, oh, we met in church. Um, <laughs> um, do you think people still that like? Just generally, globally or in Nigeria, do you think that there is that perception when it comes to meeting someone online and you telling other people that you met a particular person online?
3: I remember when I first got my Tinder, when I first like, started using Tinder, especially at home, um, it used to be the thing where like, your profile will say, you know, willing to lie about how we met or willing to tell everybody that we met at Whole Foods in the pasta aisle like it was this I mean, it was like a joke thing but like that's very real but I, but I, I don't think it's some people who also like they met at like the strip club the club you know that kind of thing right like no nigerian is running around telling people like oh we met at the strip club when i needed change because i was with my friends or you know whatever like people just you know we like to protect this image of ourselves and i think that that's part of this like hypocrisy thing right it's like people are strip clubs, but to tell someone that you, you know, something, something involving you in a strip club, people are a lot more hesitant to say it. And, you know, part of that is just this level of hypocrisy that we're going to have to live with, at least in the meantime, until we have our own true, real, you know, maybe sexual revolution or just like, you know, the feminist revolution continues to, continues to take hold. Cause I think a lot of these things are like, it's usually women, right? It's like, ah, how can a nice girl be at a, this it's a club? How can, a, how can a nice girl be looking for man online? How can a, you know, all these different things. I think as we kind of like shake that off, we'll get there. But for, for now, I think absolutely that people are still like hesitant to say that they met someone in anywhere that we consider to
0: be... Non-conventional.
3: Yeah, yeah. So internet... You know, even, like, you won't be surprised. Like, there's a, there's a couple I know um, who are married now. They, I mean, they're very open about it, but they're also, like, not the norm, right? Like, they, they're, like, we started out, I think they met from Tinder, and they were, like, literally just fuck buddies. And then at some point, they were, like, oh, this is kind of possibly a thing. And now they're married. And, like, they're very, very, very open about it. Like, they wrote like, it to after about, like, started, <laughs> started as fuck buddies, and now we're married. And that, I mean, that's, like, I saw that. I was like, "Look at them being all honest." And I think as as more people are that way, obviously, like more people will feel more comfortable with it. But it's also like if you're if you're if you're not living your truth, and that's something I think that like we're not there yet as 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 a Nigerian society for sure. Like if you are not living your truth because if you're living your truth, then it's what it is, right? Like there are many atheist sons and daughters who go to church every Sunday with their parents, right? Like it's like you know you're not living your truth, which which for very very understandable reasons for sure. Like I won't criticize people for hiding things in a context that does not exactly, you know, like for people to be honest, it's just this thing where it's like, you know, people are just not living their truth. So you go to the strip club and you're telling people that you met at church. It's like, nah, now someone says, we're also, we're too worried about what others will say about us. Absolutely. Exactly. Like, I think that that is, that's part of our problem. Um, and it's because like even people who are doing the same thing will hear that you're doing it and and loudly criticize it, and it's like, nah, how now like you you know someone in someone in a miserable marriage will tell you to get married or will tell you to stay in your miserable marriage, or like you know all these things where it's just like if we're more honest, but I think it's because again, our society just refuses to let go of these like the things that we know don't work, you know, the, you know, go to school, go to, you know, go to uni and maybe grad school, never have a boyfriend, never do anything at all of this, this. And then as soon as you graduate, two minutes later, find a man, marry him as a virgin, get pregnant and have three babies. Right. Like, it's like, that is sort of like the, the model. And we refuse to believe or accept that, like, one, that model doesn't work. And two, there are a lot of people who are finding happiness and fulfillment outside of those models from single mothers to, you know, choosing not to get married to choosing not to have kids or, you know, all different varieties of it. But like, as long as you're obsessed with like, ah, this is the way that this has to go, then you're always going to criticize everything else that doesn't fit that. Even if your own lifestyle doesn't fit that, but we have a long way to go. And I hope that we'll get there in someone's lifetime that's the way to be way back when our parents and see the rest of that oh. um uh, yeah
0: i i think i think i agree um but there is this whole conversation especially in the context of relationships and online dating there is this whole conversation when it comes to uh things like um oh you need to get married at a particular point or at a particular age mm-hmm. and then shame is still associated with um with you seeking out or for instance, with a woman seeking out, you get to hear things like, why um, your own is coming? Why are you not married? Do you have a boyfriend? What man are you? You get to hear all sorts. But at the same time, you're expected to, like you rightly said, stay a virgin. You shouldn't go out. You shouldn't associate with all these many men. Say, how many men are you? Exactly. (laughs) All these many men. so I, let's untangle that for a moment, uh, because I think culturally, I'm not going to answer my question, but culturally, uh, it is who we are as a people. Let's untangle how do we move away from that point? How do we move away to a point where if we met someone online, we can brazenly stand anywhere and just say, oh, I met this person online. How do we move away from telling, yeah. our, even te- even telling our parents, you know what? Oh, I, we met online. <laughs> um, so giving a toast like oh we met online
3: yeah, yeah I, think, I think i one i think that for an individual person who's interested in online dating but f- a little freaked out about like oh, i don't know to tell people i met online i think part of that is just changing your mindset to understand that one like you know there's date there's data now that like one in four or more marriages start with people meeting online so it's like this thing is already like everywhere right one. Two, I, the way that I think of it is like online is no different from offline in the sense that like literally all online does is allow you to meet and interact for the first time, right? Everything after that can be offline. So for example, um, I met my ex at a party, which was offline, but like 90% of our interaction until we actually started dating was Instagram and WhatsApp, right? Like, obviously that's not, we don't consider that online dating, but it's like Okay, that versus, a, versus two people who interact for the first time on Tinder. And I've, I've actually had the situation happen where, like, I match with a guy on Tinder. Within three sentences of communication, we're exchanging numbers. We're getting to, te- you know, we're moving to texting and then meeting. Okay, like, that now is considered online, whereas, like, we, we, he and I could text and then meet up that afternoon, right? But it's like, so, so I think there's like online meets offline dating, right? Like, I think if you think about it that way, it, allow, it at least allows you to like not be so trapped with the idea that like, oh, this looks bad. And as far as like the talking to other people about it, I, I do think that like um, society is changing and people are more comfortable with these. And, and until they are comfortable with it, you know, you have to make the choices to whether you want to be that person who lives your truth and says to people, yeah, we met online. What's wrong with that? Or you you know, you tell some people the truth and you tell other people. You know, like I I do think it's important to be honest with some people so that you're not perpetrating this idea that online dating is bad, right? Like tell your friends, you know, whatever. But if you need to lie to your parents, because you know, we all lie to our parents, because it's really good for them to be honest. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it's, it's good for them, it's good for, them, it's good for them, like, you need to lie to them, but at the very you know, like especially when you're interacting with people who are younger, like I would hate for someone my age to be telling some 24-year-old girl that online dating is bad or whatever um, because it's not true as long as, of course, we're being honest with the unique, one, the challenges of dating in general, right, when it comes to, like, security, not knowing who somebody is, um, you know, feeling safe with them, blah, 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 all of these things. Um, That's real offline and online, but we, we do have to acknowledge that there are, distinct challenges that online dating bring which for the most part is until and unless you are able to interact with them outside of that platform or find out information about them outside of that platform you really can't know what's true right so if we meet on Tinder, you have one picture up you say your name is john to be honest i'm probably not going to be able to find you and so, like, it might mean that we have to meet. And so if that's the case, okay, we're going to meet in a public place. We're going to have, you know, an interaction. I'm not going to go home with you. I'm probably going to buy my own drink. Like, all of those kinds of things that, like, you do all the things that you need to do to make something that is risky a little less risky because, you know, you still want to do that thing. But I think that, like, it shouldn't, like, don't sit around and not date and not do anything because, you know, your lifestyle does not allow for opportunities for offline dating. or you are somehow scared that, ah, if you find out I meant up meet somebody, do your thing. If you want to lie, lie. If you don't want to lie, you know, hopefully you don't lie because it is becoming more normalized. But I think it's just a matter of people, like, figuring out how to do it in a way that addresses their concerns. And then, mm. like, like, with anything, right? Like, it's like, okay, right now we're in this very tricky time. Okay, I don't think that people should be going out to get their hair done or anything like that. But, like, say you want to go out and get your hair done. You're not risking contracting this, you know, pandemic disease, cool. Are you gonna take precautions? Yes, you wear your mask, you know, your hairdresser wears their mask. You know, all these things the same way we take precautions in every way and we find ways to address our concerns, this should be no different. And I think for for people who are doing it, it's no different. Is the people who are the holdouts who are saying, ah no, fan get like me, how can I reduce myself to someone who is dating online? But it's like, come on, everybody, mm. everybody this is the time where everybody's doing it is a good it's a good reason to do it
0: <laughs> yeah so um, I'm going to uh, read out a couple of things and then anyone that anyone wants to speak to they can uh, just interrupt at any point and just speak on it because it's good that you said something that everybody's doing because there was a study carried out by uh, b2B international and Kepaski and the study was conducted with twenty one thousand eighty one 21, over 21,000 users, uh, aged over 16 and above, and it was conducted in, in 32 countries. And one of the things, one of the key learnings that they found out was that as many as one in three people are dating online. And I'm going to look at some of the data, I'll read some of this data, and if there is anything that anyone wants to uh, talk about or share or chip in, just let me know and I will stop at, uh, at any point so i'm going to start with reasons for online dating so the survey based on the survey the reasons they, for fun ranks number one with 48 percent of the people saying for fun and out of the 48 percent 51 male and 43 female then the second is 41 percent to find friends and 41% for both male and female in terms of uh, gender ratio. Then to have a good time with an interesting person comes in at 24% and 28% male and 18% female. To find a partner then comes, it, comes in at 19% with 20% male and 17% women, surprisingly so for sex is 13% with 18% male and 5% female i'm not surprised to find a marriage partner 11% with 12% male and 10% female to check my partner is not cheating on me 5% <laughs> 5% and both gender 5 5% each And then I'll prefer not to say is 12% with 10% men and 14% women. And of course, there are other uh, factors which only comes in at 4% with 3% Mm -hmm. male and 7% women. So based on this data, are there any insights or any opinions on some of these things that I've just read? I think the gender differences are really kind of
3: some of them are unexpected like I I, like some are a lot closer than i expected like the people who are online dating to find marriage i think those numbers are a lot closer than i would expect um but again i you know like depending on exactly when the study was done i think the changes that are happening are changing so rapidly that like the 2016 study and a 2019 study can be vastly different just because like you know the even the accessibility mm-hmm. of online dating um, platforms right like tinder mm-hmm. i mean tinder literally democratized this, online study dating, was,
0: right? like, sorry, this study was done in august 2017.
3: okay yeah so i think that like that's really interesting because it's like that's not that long ago but i also think that if we were redone today like some of those numbers will, will definitely have mm-hmm. uptick um mm-hmm. and then when as the world returns to normal like people will because i think even right now like you know people are using all these online profiles a lot more and so like your reasons are changing right like for me like I like I said on the on the um, IG live I mean I remember reading a profile about the uh, uh, article about this to some woman who basically was like tindering while traveling and so I was like oh that's actually a good idea so I would do that like whenever I was like traveling through Europe I'm just like you know I'm in Greece for three days and so that that category, I think, it was like twenty-eight percent. I was like, yeah, kind of. They're like, to meet interesting people to have fun, um, but the 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 sex one is like very unsurprising. I was like, oh, yes, that that's that's just around what I would expect. Yes.
1: Um, Ayo, um, how would you? What would you say to people about uh, products of choice? How would you um, help them go through the process since they're online dating? Because I mean, we all know now. I have about 15 different people to swipe left and right with. You may go to a billion dates. but never settle on one because it's just like online shopping where you put a million things in your cart, but then mm. you eventually abandon the cart.
3: Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that that probably is the biggest criticism to me from a like structural standpoint about on- online dating is and it's one of the things that's fundamentally different. I don't think we'll ever get back to like what things used to be where like, okay, if you were, you know, raised in a city, like if, even in a big city, right? Like your, your dating options used to be the people that you interact with, friends of your friends, we come meet at a party, you get together, all of that, right? That, that bubble is completely obliterated by the fact that you can literally be on a, on a date with a guy from Tinder who goes to the bathroom or even in front of you is still swiping on Tinder, right? Like, people are like, hey, <laughs> and, and some of that, I've heard yeah. stories of that where, like, literally, so you see the guy swiping. Do <laughs> you? <laughs> exactly. you know what? your
1: i Exactly.
3: I'm here. Um, or people having multiple dates in one night. I think that, like, that is, and that's, that's the same, again, for, like, a lot of things about, like, think about it like back in the day you know you got a job you worked at that job from when you were 22 to when you retired and then you you know die right like now people are like "Mm, i want a job with you know a better manager and more food in the cafeteria then you get that job and you're like oh you know and obviously there's like actually more real good reasons for people to switch jobs and i think that like we are getting that flippant with online dating like again like think about it like the fact that i and many other people will use tinder only when traveling you're like i'm in a new city i'm here for four days i want to meet people i like guess it's, it's a little mad uh but it's also like it's this beautiful thing and also like crazy thing because like i i mean not to cast myself too much
2: what's I mean. the crazy about it <laughs> Let, well, let me cast, not, let no, me cast myself <laughs> let me cast myself
0: i only use tinder when i travel that's me casting myself <laughs> like, what,
2: what's the crazy I mean,
3: like, well not crazy per se like what i think is a little crazy is the fact that okay so like i'll give an example of for me what's always really interesting with me using tinder while traveling is when i go to places that are like a little off the beaten path and I So, for example, in 2015, I was in Singapore, which I consider off the beaten path for, like, Nigerians, right? So, like, I'm on Tinder, and I actually ended up hanging out with two people that I met on Tinder who are Nigerian there. Um, uh, one of them is just a crazy story that I like, literally can't tell on a recording. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you all privately. I think you actually do the story for Michael. But the other, the, the one that I thought was really, like, kind of one that, like, I, I feel some not guilt but like it is what it is so i meet this guy in sing he he actually lived in indonesia um but like you know where he lived in indonesia like he literally like lives there hops on a ferry and comes into singapore every day for work right so it was one of those like borders that's like eh. but anyway so we meet on Tinder. (laughs) he was like a played soccer for i don't know if it was indonesia or singapore very random like situation right but one of the things that I, I I I now understand is as a Nigerian woman, the, just the way immigration works, a lot of places that I go, like when I go to like Japan, or Singapore, or China, most of the like, I meet a Nigerian guy who's like he has not seen a Nigerian woman in a long time, you know. <laughs> so it's this level of like, ah! and I'm like, well, you know, like I'm here for three days, like I gotta try to marry you, you know. So it's always this like weird interaction uh, and it's happened to me enough times that i think it's a very real thing but with this singapore one right like you know we met we're like you know it's for me i'm just like we're gonna go grab dinner we'll have a nice conversation that's really kind of it um and like so you know we met and then his friend ended up meeting up with us which already my red flags are like hey God, we should not come and kill me <laughs> um it was like, oh let's go to the club that night. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Like I'm like I was back at my hostel. Cause also just the idea of going to a club with a guy who I don't really know. And, like the meeting was fine, but it wasn't like amazing, right? I didn't feel like, oh, I actually want to keep talking to this person. Uh, and he was kind of pretty awkward anyway. Um, but now me and his friend when I go to a club, I was just like, this is too much. This is, you know, kind of bordering on 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 the places where i started to feel like a little unsafe um and so i was just like it's not worth it right i'll just go back to my hospital and eat ramen and go to sleep um and he like after that so like for i think the rest of my time in singapore he would like text me like oh like you know i really see a future for us and like there's a part of it i felt bad that somehow just by my presence there like, I, didn't, I don't think I did anything to, like, lead him on at all. Because, like, literally, like, what can you do to lead someone on in, like, a two-hour day, right? Like, it's not like I was like, oh, you're yeah, the love of my life or anything crazy like that. But it just made me feel a little bad that, like, maybe this guy's been on Tinder looking for something really serious for a while. And I come in, fluzing in and out in my la-la-la-la-la kind of, you know, thing. And, like, again, I think some of it was just... Nigerian, Nigerian man's slight madness but but it, it did make me stop and assess, right like whether there is some harm that I and other people who treat dating as a or treat online dating as a you know meet people hang out with them you know maybe have physical relationships with them or not or whatever while traveling and then it ends there although I mean I'll, I'll be honest like I think that every Everyone is a consenting party to like this interaction where it's like I'm not telling you like oh I just moved to Singapore and I'm looking for a husband it's like hey I'm here for a week like take with that what you do if you now start to imagine a future where you move to America and live with me and raise our babies that may be on you but you know if, what I'm saying is that the part that I feel like about is that like if, even if it's 90% their responsibility for you know getting caught up there's still a, a little part of me that's like uh. Uh, we
4: have an audience question. can audience members talk um michael okay yeah yes um i wanted to I wanted to share something so uh and me trying not to say too much um <laughs> i I recently um like separated with my husband, so I'm kinda currently going through a divorce, and for me, dating online was more of like a I'm really lonely and it's been six years since I have been on my own and I just want to have conversation. I just want to have like, you know, a friend to talk to and things like that. So I started, you know, checking out stuff online and whatnot. And then I found this, um, (laughs) I found this Nigerian guy and, um, I wasn't attracted to him, but the fact that he was Nigerian and he spoke Igbo, too, I was excited. So I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, he's from Nigeria and He speaks Igbo. Like, I'm going to go ahead and like him. And so when we started having the conversations, I told him from the beginning that I'm not interested in that way. I just want us to be friends. And he was okay with it. So, of course, he started opening up to me, telling me how he's – here on his own and stuff and me with my motherly nature because I have two kids I'm like okay I cook some food sometimes and I tell him you can come over and get some food and it was cool but then this Uh guy he started like getting even though I don't know how to explain this even though I told him that I'm not interested in him in that way he still persisted in the sense that he was Now, after like breaking it up and everything and telling them that we're done, we're done, you know, now he's like, okay, that he thought that maybe by him continuing to talk to me that I would change my mind. And that made me upset, but he doesn't understand why I'm upset about it. Because he's like, oh, at the beginning things, you know, you never know. You can say you're not interested, but things can change. I know what I want. And I told you from the get go that I'm not interested. And so now I'm, like, having this guilt in my heart because mm. I'm like, okay, maybe it's the food that I cook. and I was
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you put it? in the food? It's the food. It's the
1: food. I was going to go there. It's the food. Okay. And I was like,
4: okay, is it the food? Because I was feeling bad because this guy was like, oh, he doesn't have anybody here. And, like, as a guy who told me he doesn't really know how to cook, that he just cooks whatever, I'm like, okay, like, at least I can help, like, we're cool like that. You know, like, I can yeah, help really you out nice. every now and then. When I cook, I'll give you some. So it's just like, now it's so awkward because he's such a nice person. But it's like, I know that I cannot give you what it is that you want. But he still wants mm-hmm. us to maintain friendship. But you've already told me that you were trying to, you know, get me to change my mind. So it's like, how can I trust you as a friend if I already know that you have an ulterior motive to be my friend? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So,
2: so is it is it is it online dating that caused that?
4: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so it's kind of like, for me, it's like people, you know, like you get online and, and that's what I posted on Instagram. Like, you know, you get online and people lie so much about what yeah. they're interested in. Cause mm. even on there, I said, I just want friendship. And even yeah. when we were communicating, chatting, yeah. I told you that this is what I wanted, you know, just friendship. So yeah. for you to have that ulterior motive to say, okay. I must try to talk to her and try to change her mind. What makes yeah. you think yeah. that you can do something to change my yeah. mind if I already told you from the beginning?
2: What I what I get from all of this, and thank you very much for sharing that. And I'm I'm sure you know people want to dive you know divulge more into what you said. But what I get from all of this is you know it's it's like the old saying: guns don't kill people, people kill people. <laughs> um, it's, it's the people who are behind the, 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 um, the profiles mm-hmm. on online dating. It's the people who still do those things. Online dating is basic. It's a platform for you to meet people. That's why I kept on trying to get from IO what's the crazy about it when you go on holiday and you, you use your Tinder on holiday? It's, it's, when, when you go into a foreign land, you don't know anyone. You want to meet people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a human craving. That's fine if you want to meet people. This is, this is just a tool for you to meet people. What comes afterwards is what the people do. It's not the, the online dating that causes the people to do what they do. It's 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 the behavior behind that person that you meet. Now you will meet good people, you will meet bad people, you meet crazy people, Miss Adana, I'm sorry, but you you you'll meet different people from you know different perspectives who will do different things. It's your assessment of those people and how far you want to carry it on. That 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 then becomes the next thing rather than just um, building it all over it's the online dating. But you meet people, that's the tool that gives you the, the opportunity to meet those people. And then your assessment of those people is the next, is the next step. But thanks for sharing. All right,
0: thanks for sharing. I, uh, yeah, I think what?
1: that um, when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about, um, when Aya was talking about feeling bad because she traveled and used Tinder, um, I think we're talking about in the context of that, um, you know, the paradox of choice Then When people, for example, in her case, this guy who she met, is looking for something serious and is probably exploring options with different people and then has found somebody who fits into the bill of what he wants for a life partner, but then she is there for, you know, very, very different reasons. So in that context, that would relate to, okay, you know, so how many choices do I have and how do I start making those choices? And does it make any sense for somebody who is interested in just friendship to use a platform like that when they're traveling. Now, I I wanted to say as well, Aya, that I know that there are different apps and platforms for different reasons. Tinder, everybody should understand by now (laughs) that people can use Tinder when they travel. I mean, you wouldn't use Um, a match.com when you're traveling, right?
3: Right, right, because that's not Mm -hmm. an appropriate um, thing for that, yeah.
1: Exactly. So anybody who meets me on Tinder, I shouldn't start feeling bad because the person says, oh, I just want to meet you for coffee or whatever, and then let's move on. Now, Mrs. Adana, honestly, a lot of Nigerian men think that it's a, it's a, it's some sort of um, display of love for you to give them food. <laughs> That's the truth. It's
4: it's somewhat. I engaging. guess I learned my lesson <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> you can cook for me any day. Okay. I will not what, fall in love with
2: you. What food did you cook? What food did you
4: cook? It's <laughs> <did> <laughs> not. Okay. I'm confessing it wasn't just one meal. It was like when I cook soup, I'm like, oh, you know, you can come get a plate. Or when I cook rice or pasta, I'm like, oh, yeah, I made extra. You want some? You know, that sort of thing.
0: Now, I think I think it's also it's also uh, fair to say that every now and then uh, we are all humans, we we that kind of experience, he probably maybe just play I'm playing the devil's advocate here. He has probably never experienced that before or he has not had anything that close to what you showed him before. And just before we jumped on this live, we were we we recorded a podcast on uh, entanglement and we were talking about August Alsina and Jada Pinkett Smith, how the two of them met when you know they were both going through stuff, and now August Alsina is the one that came to cry. Oh, I, we were in a relationship; it was serious, and all of this. And Jada is just like, I know what I wanted. I did not want, I did not sign up for this. So yeah. August is the one that um, everybody is now feeling sorry for, which I don't, by the way. Um, so it's just some of the things that we discussed during the podcast. But the humanness of it all is, uh, I think. No, mentioned something. That's okay. I love you. Yeah, okay, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that, said, that, please that, do that, not stop cooking <laughs> because of one <all> bad experience. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm. I'm saying this so at the end of the day, whether you want to dissociate with this person or not human experience into it, because you know, you, know, you know how it is when you fall for someone. I know how it is when I fall for someone, and um, I'm not excusing his behavior, but I'm just saying it's a human thing at the end of the day. Yeah,
3: um, and just to add to that, I'll say that, um, and this is one, we oftentimes don't think about this scenarios, right? Like we're used to the scenario where the man tells the woman he's not looking for anything and the woman is the one going, oh, but you are nice to me and I'm now in love, right? But, mm-hmm. but as a woman and, and, and myself and many of my friends have been in very similar situations where we're very clear. And I think that, that part of that, I mean, I think that one, sexism can literally be blamed for anything. Um, but it, it, part of this is because we usually are used to thinking of for example, many men think that women like that, that men can have sex and not care, but women, if they have sex with you, they're emotionally blah 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 with you. And I just think mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. total nonsense, right? But if you believe that, um, it allows you to now think that if a woman cooks for you, or if she sleeps with you, or if she shows you care, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That even if she's saying with her mouth that she just wants friendship how can you not, how can you be cooking for me and you don't want me like that? And it's like, because I had extra food and like, it just, you know, I was being caring and it wasn't anything deep. And so like, I've been in that situation. I think, unfortunately, the only thing that I can, the only advice that I can give is like, you have to cut that person off for their own benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Mm -hmm. a tweet that I saw today that I was going to read. It says, integrity is also being able to kindly decline someone who's giving you too much of themselves when you know you have no intention of reciprocating their energy. And I read that and I was just like, yo, that'd be me. Like, cause my thing is, listen, cause one, as a woman, I'm actually very, very terrified that someone is going to fall in love with me without me asking them to, and they're going to stalk me and try to murder me. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I just, am like, see, I don't, I don't want, right? Like, I don't want no fatal attraction I, because, because that's a very real thing that happens. I mean, like, I remember one situation with a guy that like, I ended up like spending the night at his place. And I mean, it was probably because I was like bored and like not lonely, lonely, just like my, my siblings were out of town. They'd been out of town for a while. I was just like, uh, by myself in this house, you know, that kind of situation. Right. Um, and he, happened to like ask me to like hang out that day and I did and like you know the next day I was just like okay but this was not someone I was really like interested in for anything long term like that and then he's not like blowing up my phone texting me uh uh you know first of all he's like let's spend the day together and cook and watch tv I was like this is not a rom-com (laughs) boo boo what you know like it just felt like way too much especially from what I had I thought I had reflected and right? like, I don't think I had reflected anything serious or deep. But then next thing I know, I'm getting texts saying, Oh, you know, you, how can you, how can you be so heartless? You know, you spend the night at my place. And I was just like, Oh my God. Because the other thing is I keep the Nigerian men. And, and, um, Adana, this is a very, sim- this is similar to your situation in the sense that like, this is someone who had recently migrated to the U S from Nigeria. Didn't really know a lot of people. And I feel like, some of that is just psychological manipulation, which I will not stand for. <laughs> like I didn't tell you that we were dating or anything like that. We went out once and now, or you know, we hung out or I told you I just want to be friends or anything like that. If that person starts to say things like, Oh, sometimes I'm like, Yeah, it's because your family's in Nigeria and you're by yourself here and you just want someone and I happen to be that person that showed you kindness, which is a human thing and I understand their feelings, but um, Sometimes the best thing to do is just literally cut that person off and stop interacting mm-hmm. with them because one thing I've learned, and it's probably not true for every guy, but there is no clear "I'm not interested" for men as stopping talking to them. Right? Like every you texting them to say "I'm not interested," and they're like, "Hey, mm, mm, sexy," <laughs> you say, "I'm not interested." As long as you are responding, they are telling themselves. A end with you guys together, but when you yeah. stop, I absolutely just stop all communication. Sometimes it feels harsh, um, but that's the other thing I sometimes like about online dating is you can like really end an interaction with someone you met online and never have to deal with the consequences in person. Like,
0: block, I like
3: block, block block you. Block, stop block, <laughs> She can, no, uh, no, no federal attraction here. But, but, but I do think that it's, it's unfair when people put the burden of their, their level or depth of interest in you on you, because it's like, I didn't, I never, if I, as long as I don't feel like I intentionally misled you, then at some point you have to be responsible for your own feelings. But on the flip side of that, I do, if I find out that someone, or if I feel like someone's feelings, um, are getting to a place where they are going to get heartbroken, even if it's their fault, I'm just going to disengage because I don't want to be, I don't want, I, you know, I don't want to be a part of it. Like if you want to break your own heart, go ahead, but I'm not going to be a party to um, none of that nonsense. Cause, cause I have to sleep at night,
4: you know? I think like where, where it was like so clear for me was basically when he was like, um, there was a day that he was like super hungry and he had asked me if I cooked anything, and I was like, Yeah, sure, come over, I got food. So, um, and I, I was working on a, a cake order, and he was like pushing me, like insisting that I leave what I was doing and start making the food for him. And okay. so, really, I got so pissed because I was like, Excuse me, first of all, you're not my husband. You're not my friend. a You need to chill. Like, I was so pissed off. So, after that, that was like, oh, wow. Like, and then his constant, like, when I'm talking to my friends or something, he'll be like, oh, you're always on the phone. Or when he calls me, he wants okay. to literally be on the phone. We don't even have anything else to talk about. But yeah. you don't want me to call anybody else. You just want oh, me to be on the phone. I know that type. So, <laughs> so mm. after that, like, I'll tell <laughs> him. And He's pointing, like this psychological thing, talking about how oh you know I know it's not you. Someone is telling you something about me. Like what ah, is it? You know, like why? Please why? I, like this, have
0: you okay, you? We
1: don't. I don't we block don't want. Me. We
0: don't want this kind of entanglement. No.
4: <laughs> I haven't blocked him, but it's just like I feel bad for him because it's like I don't know. It's time I, for the, you, it's, the, it's time
3: for detanglement. Detangling lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Because honestly, this is, one, it's telling me very clearly that this man is in, this is about his needs and his wants and his desires. None of this has anything to do with you at all. Like, the minute he finds another person who, because to be honest, like, again, especially migration is hard for men, especially Nigerian men who are used to a certain level of, like, whatever care and attention in Nigeria. They, like, show up here and they're like i need me you know they're like ah evil girl that used to that, that that used to cook for me auntie whether or not you like it they are now my surrogate wife you know um and that's like all that like ah, why are you on the phone i was like that's like some control anyway just practice this one this guy is not it's not even worth. it's not worth your effort
2: and, and i promise you you'll find someone else
3: to feed them they usually do
4: thanks guys <laughs>
0: okay people welcome back to this side of the podcast uh the after show was super, super interesting uh i really really love the after show as you can tell we really had a good time uh ios energy the entire conversation about cooking nigerian men uh so it's it was such an amazing conversation guys what did you think um about that conversation or uh, what do you think
1: oh Oh, it was amazing. People were just dropping chats in the chat room. Uh, the lady that said something about the Nigerian guy she was cooking for, who wanted to wipe her immediately just because of the meals. That was quite interesting. And, uh, you know, Ayo spoke a lot about, you know, how an experience personally with using those apps when she travels and, you know, how she connects with people. And, and it's, it's quite interesting because somebody also said that where we all landed was, it's, it has not, it's not about the people, it's, it's not about the app itself, it's about the people, right? I think it was Tony that said something like that, said people don't, guns don't kill people, people kill people. So, yeah, I really like where that landed. It definitely makes sense to, to sum it all up
2: together. Yeah, it was a great what about you, Tony? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was a great exchange. Um, it was fun. Um, yes, you guys have touched on the really interesting bits about cooking. Um, but it just shows, you know, in this age of entanglements... Um, people... <laughs> 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 you had to go there, Toyin. You had to, to, to go there. <laughs> I had to go there. Sorry, guys. But yes, um, you know, there's so much more... Um, possibilities for entanglements through these um, and the way the way people decide to use use these sort of apps um, um, people's you know some people use it when they travel some people use it um, in their local city um, some people have different types of apps you know tinder for some match.com for others um, and it's, it gives that flexibility but obviously there was also a point raised in the after show about it being does it come to a point where it's too much and you just you just have too much options and you just cannot you know calibrate and 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 decide. Um, <laughs> it's interesting about someone talking about you're on a date and and the guy goes into the toilet or bathroom or something and he's still still swiping left and right. <laughs> and Mike made a wonderful biblical um, quote about at your very before or <laughs> your very before. Yeah. All <laughs> um, but, but yeah, fascinating stuff. Uh. Okay. no no but i have
1: to share this story with you guys i mean I, I i listened to one of those shows once i think i told you guys about one of them the other day and um the guy had this fantastic day to this girl the girl stopped talking to him and then when he called her on the show she he asked her why and she said she said laughing she was like this is so embarrassing i'm so sorry but i feel like i need to be honest here um let's say for example the guy's name was fred and she said Actually, when I agreed to go out with, on a date with you, Fred, I thought it was another friend.
2: <laughs> right. There is an
0: entire movie. There is an entire movie on Netflix that is, that is pretty much like the same scenario. Really? Uh, what's the movie called? Yeah, there is a movie. What's the movie? Ah, uh, it skips my mind. Like He literally took the wrong girl to a work retreat the girl came on the
4: oh, flight oh i know that movie yeah to the
0: wrong, <laughs> the wrong missy the wrong missy yes the wrong missy okay <laughs> go on yes <laughs> this
1: this time they actually met online so she had been chatting with like two different friends chatting 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 one of them asked out she said yes and then you know she realized that oh that's not the guy with the ripped abs that i thought i was so so that speaks to what Tony was trying to say about you having multiple choices and at some point, you know, you start to look for even things that you wouldn't have looked for on a traditional date with somebody. Because it's some, you know, you're just taking a box. Oh, you know, is she cute? You know, what does she look like? Does she has she traveled to 50 different countries? You know, so you start to take a box and then you lose the quality of, you know, you lose the the traditional, what I say, I don't know, like wooing a person, getting to know a person, like you know, removing those layers, you know, bits and pieces, and then getting to really know the person. You just swipe left and right, and you've moved on. <laughs> mm.
0: But uh, but it's also the 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 concept of swiping left and right, and the concept of uh the platforms themselves. It's, um, it's just that people are no longer patient, or should I say probably because people are no longer patient to get to know the other person, to really you know, engage in conversations before exchanging numbers or before meeting physically, just taking that time to really get to know another person. Just being genuinely interested in another individual, in another person, just connecting with another person before taking it off that platform or before taking it to the next level. So I think there is that.
1: Well, do you have time for that, Joe? Sorry to jump in because my one of my biggest challenges with dating online is that I don't like to text long sentences. So... I prefer to speak to somebody over the phone and if I'm trying to get to know somebody and the person is, you know, typing and typing and typing. So then you don't have to time, except if you... because some You people, can you send voice to notes. To voice <laughs>
0: notes. Can, you, can you do that on those apps, though? Oh, can you? I'm not sure. Uh, but even if you can't do it on those apps, you can easily move to other apps that can allow you to do it. I don't know.
2: Well, anyway, um, I, I thought I'd jump in here as well because it's, uh, it's an interesting story and I, I have an angle to this. Um, but first of all, you know, I like Tim's point about she doesn't like to text long messages and if somebody that you've just met and you, you're not, you're just trying to see how it goes and see if, if, if you're really interested in this person and they're writing you parables and Bibles already. It takes away... Oh, the, God!
0: The, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my! Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm
2: talking about Yemsi's here. I don't know if that's her, her case, but this is what I'm imagining in my head. Is is what she was trying to say there, you know? And you know, you're almost almost obligated to to you know sometimes to text back a a, a reasonable amount of words as well, so it doesn't feel like person just you know giving you their all and you're not giving anything back. Sometimes yes or no, my my surface depending on how um not giving a fuck you want to be that day, but. But my angle here is, um, is more of a historical angle, and it's more of observing how generations to generations have um, changed as the years go by. Um, I'm not going to go too far into, into time, but maybe if you start from like the Second World War, you had the, the generation who fought the war. Um, then you had, then you had um, the generations that came after, and you, know, you had the baby boomers, and you had the hippies. Um, and all of them are a product of the generation that came before. Um, so, you know, after the war, there was a there was a time for people, you know, there were lots of deaths. So people wanted to give more kids, have more children. So there was the baby boomer generation. They were having more sex and, and, and they gave birth to more children. And then there was the hippie generation that came after that because, you know, there was just too much people and the society had not really structured itself. Anyway, we from that you then have the generation that came after and we are here today in our generation which i call hyper normalization we we are a product of the generations that came before um and we have all of the social media and everything is just so hyper everyone's so woke everyone's so you know you you find that you know people from previous generation find it difficult to deal with us millennials or us or the generation after us because why are you so woke why do you get offended by any small word why do you want to so we're in this hyper-normalization generation, and that's why we don't want to take so um, take so, so long to do traditional um, styles of dating anymore. Only, I think Michael was the one who said, removing the layers, or was it UEMs? Taking it slow by slow. We're hyper-normalized. We're, we're so hyper. There's social media, there's this, there's that, there's YouTube videos, things are on a snap, red lights flashing, everything. COVID has slowed us down a little bit, but you know, it's just a product of generations before to where we are right now. And we will give birth to more as we go forward. The, the, the hope to have here is that some things remain constant. There are some things that you cannot change, um, just as human interaction, human craving is important. Um, and that, you know, things might recycle itself again sometime in the future. But that's my angle. Mm. So,
0: but well, we can all agree that online dating has improved human interaction or has enabled more human interaction is that something yeah, that we can all agree to great yes
2: gives you the chance to meet more people which you would not right. be able to do yeah
0: physically. and then yeah and then oh, yeah meet more people and also meet more people even outside of a particular geographic location or a particular circle or a particular class right yes yes awesome Okay, guys, um, I think we've, uh, this particular episode will be very long, so we better press the stop button at this point. Well, thank you so much for listening in. Any final words, guys, on your end? No, I think yes? I'm
1: good. I mean, if you, if you haven't tried online dating before, please don't let um, anything stop you. There's only, there's, uh, there are more positives than negative about this, and since it's here to stay, You might as well just (laughs) hop right into it, really. Yeah, you have more, way more options than you would normally have, and it becomes a lot easier for you to at least explore two or three or four different people and then zero in on one person. That's your way to go.
2: Yeah. Um, I think Tinder and Co are wasting their time. They need to sign games up immediately and give our contracts to markets. Ah. their yeah, <laughs> Because that is a good vote of confidence. Yeah, um, uh, absolutely. Um, but but hey, I I you know, I I will just carry on with people make preferences. But this tool is there, like Yem says, and gives you an opportunity to meet meet other people. But no further words from me. Thank you. And also, honestly, sorry,
1: real quick, Nigerians, Nigerian women especially, please do not be, do not feel some sort of shame about going online. You know, please, the men are using it. You might as well use it as well. Men are using it as well. Please hop on. Please just <laughs> go ahead and explore it, and then just find find your find your happiness there if that's what you know you're
0: looking for in terms of finding a mate. Yeah, and I'm going to round up by saying, uh, reminding everyone uh, maybe what Ayosh said during the live show and after show yeah she said something about that the same uh issues that you will encounter with traditional dating are the same that you are likely going to encounter with online dating if you meet someone at a bar you do not know them you need to take the necessary precautions if you meet someone online if you connect with someone online you do not know them you also need to take the necessary precautions so please stay safe out there uh take the necessary precautions that you need to take that you have to take when you're engaging with someone online stay safe and but stay safe but get entangled (laughs) 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 i've been looking for a way to weave it in so stay safe but get entangled thank you for listening to the untangled podcast (laughs) I almost said the entangled. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you for listening to the Untangled podcast. Uh, we are your team as usual this is a platform where everyone can come in and engage with us you can be part of the live conversation every sunday we are on instagram live every sunday by 5 pm west african time and 11 am central time and then the after show is on Zoom by 6 pm west african time and by noon central time all the information Are on the show notes of this episode. Our social media handles on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, sorry, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our Zoom link. They are all on the show notes, and we've also added the link to the live conversation with Ayo in case you missed that. So it's all in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now we say goodbye. Bye. See ya. All right. See you guys next time.